0: Hello, Attactioneers. I'm your host, Taylor Morrow. And I'm your
1: host, Isaac Jessen. What's up, Taylor? It's been What's a while.
0: up? It has been a while. We have been crazy busy. The weather has been nuts here on the North Coast. And uh, we're getting ready to podcast here, obviously, because you're listening to this podcast. So we did it. Good job, us.
1: Yeah, it's been uh for us lowlanders in California, we've been having a snowy snowy time of it, which has been kind of a nightmare to deal with. Like chains, four-wheel low, you know, and steep dirt roads trying to just like live our lives. <laughs> it it adds quite a lot, but um now it's just Torrential rains, which we're more used to up here. I think it's uh, flooding in the flatter parts of California, unfortunately. But, um, yep, just another Northern California winter. <laughs>
0: Indeed. Uh, yeah, my road flooded on Friday, so I didn't go to work because I couldn't. Um, which we're recording this on Sunday um, before pre-release, Sunday the 12th or whatever. So whatever Friday that was. Pretty crazy. Pretty crazy times. But uh, we're not going to chit-chat around too much because in this episode, we're going to do the set review for Outsiders, which I'm really excited about this new limited set. Maybe underwhelmed in the classic constructed sense, but that is those hot takes are uh tbd we need more time it's still very early so we'll uh we'll figure that out later
1: (laughs) they are i do have a like a sliver of hope because i was thinking like both icelander and dromai were like Mm -hmm. very very bad for a very long time Mm -hmm. i mean i guess not not that long but like weeks and months right yeah before anyone did really well with them, so it is possible that somebody could find their stride with one of these heroes. We're a bit underwhelmed about in CC, but um, yeah. To cl- just to be clear, this is a limited set review we're doing today. We're going to go through each card other than the legendaries and um, just talk, or give them a, a rating, and talk about them in a limited setting.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, definitely. And we did a whole series of how to draft. Um, before Uprising. And uh, I believe those are, mm, I forget what episodes they are specifically number wise, somewhere in the forties, I think. But if you just scroll through our feed, you'll find how to draft part one, how to draft part two um, and that sort of thing. And so that if this is your first draft, those are great resources to help you out. And along with the set review, you should be pretty, ready to go for not only pre-release, but also skirmish season and potentially release weekend. So good luck to you, our dear attraction But before we get to all that, we have a bit of housekeeping to take care of. So shout outs. I'm just going to dive right into this for those of you that have been following my other job, which is high school basketball coach. Um, It's been a while since we've had an episode, so I haven't been able to talk about it, but our season is over, Um, and we lost in the semifinals to San Francisco Waldorf uh, in an embarrassing fashion by 20, and it was pretty heartbreaking because our season was over. So typically when you make it to the semifinals in basketball in California, you then qualify for the state tournament. But in our division, we have a weird rule that because we have 224 students, we don't qualify for the state tournament. You have to have 200 or less students in our division. So that was it for us, even though we're one of the best teams in our division um, and in other divisions, there's technically seven in California, but from divisions five through one for the state tournament, they'll reseed you in a different division. So, um, shout out to Urban back to back section winners for division five, but after they won their section, they got moved up to division three for some reason. And so just ours doesn't get moved. So there was this whole controversy, kind of not really controversy locally about what the story was behind that. And a lot of people have reached out to me, et cetera. So we got boned by a weird rule that makes no sense. And if they're going to move everybody else around, why not just move us up a division arbitrarily? But then like the team that beat us won sections and also won the state championship, and none of their games were closer than nineteen points. And they have less than two hundred kids. So I'm holy like, holy shit! Every <laughs> single game, every single game, isn't that crazy? Oh, oh, my! They won. I don't even know how many games in a row that is. Uh, it's it's seven, just seven postseason games in a row that were not closer than nineteen points. You know, jeez and they have under 200 kids or whatever so it was like what who is this rule really protecting you yeah
1: know? i i don't know anything about this but having different qualifications for the same tournament for different regions seems bananas <laughs> you know like i've never even heard of something like that i don't think but anyway yeah. i the uh a
0: little bit of frosting on the cake here, uh, or I don't know. Shit the, cake. <laughs> Yeah, the shit cake, <laughs> but we got a little frosting on top, a little whipped cream. Uh, is that because we did win our league back-to-back this year, um, which is the first time since 1990-91 uh, that we have won back-to-back league championships, and I think it's only like three for our sixth league championship ever in school history. Uh, I got to put up one of my players for league MVP and he unanimously won. So uh, it's like a huge, huge deal locally and a huge deal for our school. And for me now I've coached uh, back-to-back league championships and had back-to-back league MVPs and in my last like however many my last two seasons i'm now like uh 34 and 13 or something like that uh is my record so it now that i've had time away from that really bad loss uh i feel really good with my body of work but not satisfied because i did not accomplish all of the stuff i wanted to do you know so Uh, hungry for next season and I I look forward to giving everybody the updates next year
1: yeah great job I competition is tough because you always end on a loss you know what I mean and disappointment unless you win the national championship or whatever you know what I mean but like almost always it ends in a loss at some point and that's like a hard note to end on yeah you know Um, almost every time so no matter how well you do it's like that's the last memory and that's the final note of it but Mm -hmm. it's not like representative of you know your whole season or your campaign or whatever so
0: yeah yeah it just sucks to lose by 20 and kind of have you know a bit of a meltdown from my players and you know you know how like uh, me and my wife call it a dog loop, you know, when your dog just gets kind of like stuck, kind of barking at nothing or like won't really let, you know, they're just mm-hmm. like in this loop of like, I, I I, just have to do this thing. I just have to do this thing. It's this thing, you know, that's how my yeah. like players felt. It felt like coaching that. So that was like uh, unfortunate. But now in hindsight, when they just beat everybody by 20, it was like, okay, I guess like, you know. Being down by four at halftime was a huge accomplishment, you know, or whatever. So,
1: yeah, totally. Yeah. That makes it much better, really, when nobody else could <laughs> get within yeah. twenty.
0: But super
1: nuts. Anyway, do you have a shout out, Isaac? Yeah, I I remember I wanted to shout out Arsenal Pass, who just had their one hundredth episode, and they just have been a rock in this community. uh Consistent quality content. They're Killing it. Great job, you guys. Keep, Keep it, it up. up. 100
0: more. Friend of the show, Hayden Dale and Brendan Patrick. So great. Uh, and then just to take Brendan Patrick down a notch, he talked about his uh, half marathon time, uh, which was quite a bit slower than the one time I ran a half marathon compared to me. So, ha. I- <laughs> His biceps might be bigger, but I did better in my half marathon. I think
1: he had a respiratory infection or something, but...
0: (laughs) Isaac, there are no excuses when it it comes to game day, okay? (laughs) All right. Uh, In the news, a couple of things. One, skirmish season is right around the corner. April 8th to the 23rd. Get ready. Sealed and blitz. And we have some spicy... Spice for that blitz season for y'all, but you'll have to wait until the end of the month's podcast to get that bad boy.
1: Our top uh, eight cuts draft
0: for all sealed for sealed. I bet they are. That's usually yeah. what they've done. I hope so. Yeah. But
1: anyway, sorry, keep
0: going. Road to Nats has been announced. It is now May 20th to June 4th, a little three weeks. And we got, a bit more of lead time on that so that's a bonus we were talking earlier that maybe now our critique is if you're going to have less things to do during the year then the things you have available should last maybe a little longer so now that we just like don't have a lot going on uh it would be nice actually maybe if road to net season was like four weeks long same with ProQuest season so um You know, just a little bit of the growing pains, I think, there and perhaps a personal preference.
1: Yeah, I mean, my thing is like, like, I understand you have to prioritize this game over other plans in order to make the events and just like be semi flexible um, if you want to play competitively. And that's just always going to be how it is. But on the other hand, you know, it's like, yeah, last year um, some things were kind of crammed together and everybody was complaining about burnout and all that. And this year there's less stuff and now everyone's complaining that there are less things to do. But um, so hopefully yeah, I I would imagine next year LSS will really iron it out and have, in, have kind of an even evenly dispersed series of competitive events. But yeah, totally. The bottom line is it's like there's just not. There's not a lot of stuff for us to do, um, mm-hmm. especially if you're not flying long distances for callings. Um, yeah. Just having like Road to Nats and ProQuest and Skirmish Season are like things you really look forward to because there's these long gaps of kind of like no competitive play at all. Um, so, yeah, having them be a bit longer and maybe being able to make more because of like less store conflicts and stuff. Um, you know, it's kind of like, why not, uh, at that point since, since that's all we got going on. But anyway, moving on.
0: Last thing here on the news docket is surgical extraction will be reprinted in the next supplemental set, uh, which I think is dusk to dawn. Uh, is the name of that set. So um, they basically, you know, said surgical got mixed up in Dynasty, underprinted. Now we're going to reprint it in this new supplemental set so that that with it combined from its Dynasty uh, rarity that it will be at the drop rate that is uh, its original rate that it was supposed to be so that's pretty great and it'll maintain the uh dynasty uh card lettering so it'll say dynasty at the bottom and its uh number and that sort of thing so that's, Whoa, pretty that's cool.
1: weird um i actually yeah. think it's going to be reprinted at the same rate it was printed in dynasty so that there will exist the exact amount they originally planned
0: Right. Whatever it is, it's it's not going to be like they're going to not flood the market. They're going to yeah. try to uh, make it an even where they uh, originally saw it being at. So that's
1: pretty great. Only yep. two more surgicals for me to go. So then we got them. Yeah, I'm still like priced out of playing Assassin. Um, the cla- actually, the original Arachne maybe interests me the most but uh, Mm -hmm. the class doesn't actually interest me as much as I thought it might. And I don't have Black Tech Whispers and I don't have Surgicals, which cost more than the L. (laughs) There are the three of them put together. Um, So I'm like, you know, I'm just on the sidelines here. (laughs) Maybe someday I'll get Assassin cards.
0: (laughs) It's all good. Um, So that's it for the news. The last thing I wanted to talk about is do a little plugs of all of the stuff we're doing over here at the attack action podcast media empire. So firstly on Saturday mornings around 9am Pacific daylight time, are we in standard time now? Spring, spring forward, springtime, 9am West coast America time. (laughs) Uh, I'm doing uh, live streams on our YouTube page. And it's been going great. So stop by, say what's up in the chat, and uh, watch me try to be entertaining for an hour and a half or so. Then also, we're still doing listener voice memos. So like, if you have a question, get out your voice memo app on your phone, talk to your phone, be like, Taylor and Isaac. Why are you so good at podcasting? And then email that to us at the podcast at gmail.com. And then we will play it on our show and answer your question. So you'll get like your 30 seconds of fame. So it'll be wonderful. So that'll be really fun. So do that. Voice memo questions. Third thing, me and uh, Plague Survivor colin (laughs) he just survived a terrible sickness this last week um are putting together a lore series so we're going to be basically reading the main story chronologically of flesh and blood uh, and that's going to go up in our rss feed and we have a preview up already of part of the bravo story which is the beginning of the whole thing where we're at now and uh so you can take a listen to that and that'll give you an idea of what's happening so that'll be in our rss feed and then for patrons we will have all of those in a folder for you so once it's all done or as that more come out you'll be able to just go to the folder and download all of those um in a row all of those files so you can just listen to it like an audiobook at some point then the final thing is also a patreon exclusive we're now doing a separate podcast called the time snap podcast where basically we gain extra action points to be able to talk about whatever the hell we want to talk about that's
1: not flesh and blood related and it's a great time and all the meta secrets (laughs) so sign up for our patreon (laughs) no just kidding we give those away for free but if you want to hear more more unrelated ramblings (laughs) yeah that's the place
0: to do it for sure
1: uh, yeah so this is a new project we've uh, we've released one episode so far and are about to record our second but basically one of the three of us chooses a topic and we um all come together and discuss it, and uh you know it's kind of whatever talk topic we want, so if you wanna hear us in like a talk show setting more than the intros to our regular podcasts uh yeah, sign up for patreon costs you a cup of coffee a month, maybe even less than that now, maybe half a cup of coffee a month, <laughs> and uh it's like in a- our Discord, <laughs> discord get our uh, get our exclusive content. <laughs> exactly it's like
0: basically just a latte a month you know so just get a drip coffee twice which is half the price of a latte and then you'll have the four dollars ready to uh give to us which we really appreciate all right let's get into this set review main topic time uh okay So here we go. So we're going to just go through the set, you know, basically card zero to card 200 and something.
1: Yeah. And if you want to follow along visually with us, preferably not if you're driving in your car, because that's too many screens going on. Um, we're doing it in the, the order on February, um, which it's is the set, set order. order yeah. You can just follow along um, and look at the cards as we discuss them. So
0: first up is Uzuri Switchblade and Arachne Solitary Confinement. Do you have any thoughts about these characters?
1: Yeah, so first off, I think that Uzuri. I'm unsure how well her um, ability will play out in this set. However, they did include a number of pretty good six power generics that kind of like um, supplement her card pool to capitalize on her ability in addition to having uh, attack reactions for the assassin class and again while i'm like unsure exactly how good this is in limited you have such low life on limited that an, an important factor for a character is being able to push damage So if you're able to kind of consistently chip your opponent down while blocking effectively, like maybe you draft a lot of block threes, et cetera, um, you know, they're on a pretty short clock with a low life total, especially squishy Benji over there. (laughs) Um, As as far as Arachne goes, I, I don't know. I think this is kind of the fire, the briar of the set, right? Just like just inherently good um less breakpoints, less large combos but being able to throw out you know uh, a free three go again that blocks three also um and then another three followed by an attack reaction or a six or something is kind of kind of a lot of times the play pattern you're looking for if arachne is open right and then you're just asking you're asking your opponent with their limited janky deck to be able to deal with that and outvalue you. Um, and a lot of times that's like very difficult, um, under that kind of pressure. So I think that, uh, I think that that hero power is inherently good. However, if too many people are competing for his card pool, it's not, you know, it's not a broken ability, Mm -hmm. right? So I think that, uh, it could quickly become very mediocre if you just have a bunch of like generic two blocks and crap. (laughs) So that's how I feel about those heroes. But how are you, how are you reading
0: these? Um, Well, go again is good. So ASC is good is basically how I value that. Um, Both of these heroes are actually trying to outvalue you is what it seems like um more than like race you in the, in that sort of thing. So uh I do like ASC a little bit better right away, but that's just because it's very familiar. You know what I mean? That's like easy to grasp how the value of going in on stealth attacks uh works. But it's still pretty early and I can definitely see a world where we get just better at playing and drafting Azuri. And so it's just better than maybe we
1: give it credit for so uh moving on yeah um i just wanted to talk about so the the generic weapon is the spider's bite we're already familiar with that or the token weapon yeah taking up several majestic slots unfortunately (laughs) (laughs) are the nerve scalpel or bitoclast and scale peeler and i think these are like actively Bad. like these are mm-hmm. not the majestics you want to pull in limited unfortunately mm-hmm. and like i said there's a lot they're going to take up a lot of majestic slots um i will say so if you do pull an orbito it's worth running right like then you can have the spider's bite to counter attacks orbito class to counter non-attacks um definitely an upgrade to your deck but uh still you know fairly underwhelming as far as you know, you're not pulling a winter's whale here. I'll just put it yeah. that way.
0: <laughs> yeah. Totally. And like unless you actually have flick knives, which would be an insane draft pool to pull a legendary and then basically nerve scalpel uh with flick knives, you're you're just not doing anything. So I gave all of these basically two stars. Uh oh yeah. Did we talk about our rating here? We're doing stars, baby. One through five stars. <laughs> five stars. Is crazy windmill slam dunk that thing down on the table when you're draft. One star is you might as well just replace it with a cracked bobble or rip it up. Yep. So two stars here for all of these three, maybe for nerve scalpel or bitoclast, but that would have to be against like a perfect scenario where your opponent has the perfect deck for you to mess mess with
1: yeah i'll give nerve scalpel two stars orbito class two and a half stars scale peeler one star you know they're just (laughs) like not not relevant
0: not good not don't pick one of these pack one pick one and be like all right hard assassin yeah stuff uh redback shroud
1: any thoughts that's a legendary
0: totally just anything
1: oh i thought we were skipping those
0: we totally are, but it does have battle worn, so might as well
1: Yeah, I mean, yeah, use this, it. so if you do pull this card, it's uh it's really good and limited, right? It has battle worn one and once per game you're going to get to play an attack reaction for free, which in the assassin class is like really, really good. They have several attack reactions that target stealth cards that cost one, which ups your gameplay to three cards instead of two for that that play right but if you can play a free stealth card and then a free um attack reaction and trigger two on hits instead that's you know costs you can block with one more card that turn cycle which again in blitz what we're doing here is uh outvaluing our opponent in a very short amount of time so uh yeah i mean this card's
0: it's basically blossom of spring and an iron rot yeah together which is fine
1: i mean it's not so if you have a bad deck it's not going to win you the game but totally. it's, it's just like four or five stars you know it's it's excellent
0: sweet infiltrate
1: four stars wow controversy already i have two Ooh, stars nice. okay i'll go first so i like this because it um It pairs with the attack reactions. It has a powerful effect, like I talked about winning turn cycles. If you hit a decent to okay card off your opponent's deck, that means you can block with one more card um, when they're attacking you, and then you can play their card instead to uh, eke out some value. Um, It blocks three. It works with Uzuri's ability. It has go again in Arachne. So this isn't like a five star bomb. It's not a power play but it's everything everything you want to do um you can pitch it along with an attack reaction or two late game to set up a kind of blowout play um i think it's i think it's really really good in the vein of like normal cards right not a blowout all right why two stars why is this bad
0: uh because it's easily blocked so At you know, to scale this to where it works really good, and I'm trying to confirm if you can use arrows. So, if I like banish spire sniping off your deck and I don't have a bow, can I still use it? So, I don't think so. I think
1: you can't override, you can (laughs) in most games. So, then
0: for one third of the heroes, it's a dead card easily blocked with one card or two cards and then the return you're getting off of making it at a break point is just not great and you could be doing other stuff so uh would probably pick it because it's a zero that blocks for three but if there's a better majestic i'm for sure going to pick it i don't want to fill my this is just not like a bomb or anything. It's just two stars. It's not very good.
1: All right. Not, Shakedown.
0: Not very good. What do you think Shakedown? Shakedown? I also gave Shakedown two stars.
1: Oh, sick. I gave it five stars. <laughs> Best card in the set, huh? Five stars? Well, I mean, oh. So there'll be a controversy here. I'll have too many five-star ratings, and Taylor will be like, that's too many five-star ratings you're not allowed to have that many and then i'll be like oh, it's my rating system so yeah we'll totally do what anyway, you want bro <laughs> yeah i mean this blocks for three if you flash it in and trigger it and deal damage it's excellent if they overblock you just arsenal it save it for later um it's everything you want to be doing it's not good it's two okay. stars
0: it dies to six block, which is r- too easy. Uh, so, like, you play your stealth card. They they block with a th- three block. You azuri it in. They have another three defense reaction trap, or instant, or whatever. Boom, card's dead. And the only value you're getting is them blocking with two cards. And then if they like over block, and then you arsenal it then uh it does not do its thing it's just a blank two for six so not good two stars fair enough this is great i love the controversy here (laughs) spreading plague isaac four stars nice i gave it three stars
1: yeah i think this is this is a bit of a setup card and in limited i think that players will be more likely to pay for their blood rot but if you pitch stack this or just draw it with kind of a hot hand it's like pretty good right because they if they if they block your turn with at least two cards and then you're able to play this they're sitting on like two blood rots yeah and have to do nothing odds are they don't have two blues and take damage anyway but it's just like it's just very powerful especially if you set it up
0: yeah i i gave this three stars and i didn't give it the four star rating because they have to block for it to have value so it only really is really good if they make a mistake or it's at the end of the game and you're threatening threatening to kill them so uh that that's why i give it three stars but i i f- sure would pick this maybe kind of over the other majestics this is the best assassin majestic in my opinion
1: it also three blocks stars. three which is yeah
0: which is great. really good. i
1: mean unlike a lot of this style card don't block or block for two but all these uh, assassin cards block for three which is really good yeah um all right, backstab, moving out of the Majestics. Into the Rares, two stars. Also two stars. Yep. Uh, just functions.
0: <laughs> yep. Don't want a lot of these, but we'll take them if we got them. Mm-hmm. If we can, like, into the game pitch stack that, I don't know. It's just defense reactions. So it's, like, end game, it doesn't help you. Early game, it maybe does when they have defense reactions.
1: Yeah, I mean, there are no defense reactions except for traps. Yeah. Also, right. So it's not like people are drafting fates or whatever. Um, All right. Sneak attack.
0: I gave it three stars, but only if you're running it in Uzuri. Yep. Three, two. Three Three stars stars in all colors. One
1: star, everybody else. Or I guess just Arachne. (laughs) Yeah. One star for Arachne. It also blocks for two, so it's like really one star with Arachne. It, it's a two cost. Anyway, it's bad if you're because there's no other
0: attack reaction. You you could do spreading plague on it. Yeah, is the is the only thing that you could use to buff it
1: for a blue, I, which is like
0: pretty good, but totally. I suppose yeah. there's the the other card um what is it uh short short shortened slicer or whatever the the dual class one uh oh yeah if you're rocking
1: this in yellow
0: yeah yellow or blue you can also get the value
1: off of it with a blue but that's a lot to line up for a two two blocks in your deck totally i don't like those kind of play patterns in limited because in limited you're just drawing piles of jank together yeah you're not (laughs) like drawing like what's really gonna happen is you're gonna draw this yellow sneak attack that blocks for two and a blue stealth card and you know like a freaking another generic you know what i mean like you're not gonna line up the three card combo in your deck
0: yeah totally Um, you'd have to pitch deck it so yeah. yeah three or one uh spike with blood rot actually do you want to just do all three of these spike with blood rot spike with frailty and spike with
1: inertia as one Um, yeah, so I gave Spike with Bloodrot three stars, um, because specifically Bloodrot, this is kind of like a one for five instead of a one for three, which I value a little bit more. Um, I am not very high on these cards because they cost one because, like I said, it ups your play from two cards to three cards. And you can only play it on a card with stealth so you're targeting one of your zero for threes not kind of like anything flexibly Mm -hmm. uh if you double them up it starts making pitching the excess card worth it but uh you know they're just they're like pretty bad except pushing surprise damage is good (laughs) you know unlimited yeah. so that's how i feel i gave spike with frailty two stars and inertia three stars if it's like relevant right like if you're playing against ranger it's more applicable um but yeah i'm not surprise damage is always good and limited besides that i'm not that high on these what's how do you how do you look at these
0: uh i gave all three of them three stars but with kind of the caveat of if you have like one or two of these in your deck, that's pretty valuable to like get a breakpoint on one of your like blue or yellow stealth cards that now has a hit effect. And if they, uh, if it's not relevant to use it, it still blocks for three. So the it, the opportunity of having this is just like good. It's like pretty good to have one or two of these in your deck. Um, and better if it's like against the correct hero, like spike spike with blood rot is obviously the best. Cause that's the most broadly applicable. Um, but in, do I want to have like eight of these in my deck? No way too many, but like having two, maybe three would be fine i would i would be happy with that
1: yeah and again they all block for three so it's like who cares you know yeah (laughs) like they're they're not a huge liability yeah even if you have the blues it's like a blue that blocks for three and like i don't know if it's relevant it
0: well they don't come in blue
1: oh that's right
0: they're just these three reds reds. yeah yeah which is weird getting used to that in this set
1: (laughs) (laughs) uh infect what do you have for infect um so there's a whole pile of these cards and these zero for three stealth cards all with a different hit effect yeah um i'll just say so i gave infect three stars because again i value blood blood rot pox a little higher especially when pairing it with um an attack reaction or swapping it out with Uzuri and then threatening it later attack reaction um i gave all of the rest two stars Because I value their hit effect a little bit less. Uh, Okay. Well,
0: yeah. So, in fact, I gave three stars. Um, Excuse me. Totally. It's it's got a hit effect, uh, like you said. And it blocks for three. And it's free. Uh, Isolate. I, I gave two stars with the caveat that so isolate is the one that has dominate and stealth Um mm-hmm. two stars with maybe it has late game potential so could have more value uh, yeah because pretty you, nice
1: azuri interaction there
0: uh well once it goes away the new card if it doesn't have dominate uh it loses dominate
1: Right, but they still have to have a defense reaction because you're in the reaction phase. Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, Yeah. totally. Yeah, so uh, that is good. And then the next one is uh, Malign. And I don't know how I feel about that card. I gave it two stars. Maybe one but it's hard to pass up
1: that it has it blocks for three (laughs) you know yeah i mean there's two cards that prevent damage in this set and that's it so it it's good against working around the pseudo defense reactions but then it doesn't have its own hit effect so all you're Mm -hmm. doing is like you know damage which is fine i guess you know it meh
0: uh next up we have prowl which uh still blocks for three and gives your next card with stealth plus one
1: i think this is pretty good in arachne actually but uh you know (laughs) what's your star rating two stars yeah i gave all these two stars i mean if you're playing arachne and have a strong deck i think prowl is like three stars because it gives a break point to your next
0: yeah i gave it four stars if you have it with asc uh, because it like it's a great card to have as your go again and then turns your infect into a zero for four so then two card seven excellent you know so yeah that's like great value and i would run it in all three colors too just because of you know blue prowl is fine and then makes red uh you know whatever infect or wither or whatever uh zero for four so i i like that uh how about sedate any changes there this is the one that creates an inertia token
1: yep okay I mean, these are all, right, so I'm not, I say they're all two stars, but I'm not, like, down on them. They're kind of like the bread and butter of your deck. Yeah. And they're all zero for three and all block for three, but none of them have go again. Right. And they're easily blocked. So it's just, like, to me, it's, it's, like, you know, nothing special.
0: I gave them three stars just because that's, like, in the middle of the rating. So it's, like... Mm -hmm probably be the, like you said, bread and butter of your deck. So both for Sedate and Wither, I just gave three stars. And obviously they have an upside if they're versus Ranger versus like a Ninja or the Mirror. You know, mm-hmm. uh, kind of the last card here in Assassin is Razor's Edge, which is the free attack reaction uh that gives target stealth cards plus three what do you think about this five stars
1: (laughs) awesome in red i mean for or like in blue it's pretty good too right but for me this is just like everything you want to be doing if i have six red razor's edges in my deck great awesome That's that's all i have to say
0: still only doing six damage dying to two card block uh two three card blocks i gave it three stars i think it's the best reaction but again like unless you jump through a few more hoops you're still only threatening six damage which is just two cards completely blocked
1: nothing happens so three stars but okay but so if they double block your card you don't have to use azuri's ability or razor's edge or whatever razor's edge is also very pertinent in arachne yeah um, totally because you're like zero for three zero for three razor's edge which is like a lot of damage and hit effects coming in um but just curious Mm -hmm. so like you say that fails to like six block or whatever but then so Mm -hmm. so if you're not trying to do that what are you trying to do like what is the play pattern you're looking for um to win the game if it's not like razor's edge or shakedown
0: you know what i mean is uh i well in the zuri you definitely have to try to like your opponent has to misplay a little bit for you to win and then or the game has to go long enough to where now they're kind of forced to block you so now you can really get much more value out of your daggers you know and in a asc it's like kind of a similar thing where you're just trying to make good exchanges they're still just like not enough go again potentially and blocking at the same time to just have uh to either aggro or really f- fatigue them so like razor's edge is fine but it still has the caveat of stealth and it's like If you have a high density of stealth cards, then it's a little bit better. But if your draft didn't pan out that way and you have like more ninja assassin cards or ranger assassin cards or generics, then Razor's Edge is a bit more dead because it has to be played on a stealth card. You know what I mean? And -hmm. since both assassins at the table want stealth cards, I'm unsure of how prevalent stealth cards are going to be in your deck so for now it's a three stars for me yeah that helps. fair explain yeah, some yeah. stuff.
1: totally um i think i also i'm just valuing it a little higher because like the the i think that the generic instant that um prevents the next three damage will be in high mm-hmm. demand so it'll be yeah. split among the other like all of the decks and then the two for four i think is like pretty bad but maybe some archetype will use it and then besides that all of the traps are rare correct so there won't Mm -hmm. be that many so that's just my reasoning that there won't be that many defense reactions so people are going to have to like overblock or get punished by this which is like a really good spot to be in Um, totally i guess it's like that those traps being only for like one class slash there's one for assassin also, but, and being at rare just makes them a lot, a lot less of a factor.
0: Yeah, totally. Which I totally can see. And some of these things will be smoothed out once we play with it. Um, But uh, for me, there's just still too many drawbacks for yeah. it to get any better. Like three in my mind is still really good you know what i mean is a staple of your deck and fours are like uh you know pack one pick ones pack two pick ones you know they're really really good and then fives are like you're going to win if you have that card in your deck basically So moving on to Ninja, uh, I love both of these heroes. I think they're going to be super fun. It's, I don't know which one's better than the other one. I have, a, for some reason, an affinity to Benji. So he's my favorite. Oh, nice. Yeah.
1: Yeah. See, I'm, I just have Katsu money. Katsu's <laughs> really good. <laughs> um, I think that Benji having three less life is kind of a big deal but i think that like one benji at the table could be really good like if you're a pretty shrewd drafter um and can just get like a combination of power cards and unblockable cards for benji you could have a really really powerful deck um and uh there's also the plus one um the other benji ability that is pertinent so yeah uh I think that that will take a little bit of practice or learning to get a hold on, but I think it's kind of cool that Benji is included because it is draft and there's like a lot of yellows and blues and like random uh, totally. cards I, that you can I, capitalize on.
0: I think of Benji as like the early actual stealth character because you're not going to really notice... That the blue ninja cards are gone. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, like there's be like, a yellow
1: head jab missing from this pack. Totally. You're know? <laughs> just going to
0: be like, oh, sick. More red power cards. This is awesome. And you're like, fuck, my resource curve sucks. And Benji's going to be over there just like, <laughs> yeah. and then just like hit you for eight in your opening hand, you know? Yeah. So, like, I don't know. Just that type of shit I really like.
1: <laughs> and he yeah, has really- my. He has my favorite card in the set too, so which we'll get to. Nice, yeah. There's like all these play patterns, like yellow head jab or like pitch a blue yellow leg tap, you know, followed by a um, what's that? Amnesia or you know one of the two cost ones where they discard. Yeah, um, totally. For seven, you yeah. know, that's like really good. Adding these break points onto uh, some of these really powerful cards.
0: Totally, hundred yeah. percent um so first ninja card up is a common mask of many faces five stars nice i gave it four stars
1: yeah i mean it it's like it has blade break and it fixes one of your hands right yeah we just always go back to limited very short you don't have much life if yeah. you can just it does cost one which i think makes it fair but yeah upgrading your like almost perfect combo hand into a perfect combo hand is like very very good
0: yeah or even to just smooth out like just getting a two card just value turn uh is is worth it so yeah i would pack one pick one mask of many faces for sure
1: yeah also maybe my favorite art in the oh, set maybe carlos Kurchaga, just freaking Nails it every time. It's so sick. The flavor of this card is so sick. I've never it, been a ninja fan, but I want to anyway. It's yeah. Good. Cyclone Roadhouse. It's
0: actually Roundhouse, but it just reminds me of nice one of the great films,
1: Roadhouse. Um. So I gave this four stars. <laughs> <laughs> it's uh. It's. So off of a blue, it's a pretty good two hand or two or three card combo, right? You can just play spinning wheel kick into this and like getting their equipment, which is kind of the CC um, power of this card is not online, but um, you know, it's, I still think it's like a good, like three card hand. Why what's your uh, what's your star on here? I gave it one star. Oh shit. <laughs> <laughs> so like but,
0: it's its application hit effect is just not gonna happen that often. And it pairs with a rare. So it's like super not gonna be online hardly ever. And is like hard to just put it at the end of a combat chain if it's not online, cause it costs two and it's a yellow. So it just like does nothing. I want it to do as any ninja player. So
1: it's one star. Nice. Those are all very valid points. Um, <laughs> it all, it does block three. I do think it's, so they can't really block it. Right. Yeah. It, like if you pull it off in that like, combo sense or you use mask of many faces or like, I don't know, whatever. Right. Um, to pull it off or like the other card that names cards um it, it is kind of free albeit expensive damage because you have to super over block it to like be able to block but anyway right Um, maybe yeah maybe three stars i don't know
0: <laughs> <laughs> one star baby okay how about dishonor the blue majestic with the craziest art
1: uh, I gave it three stars. I couldn't imagine you pulling it off in limited, but it's like a zero cost relevant to Katsu block three blue combo card that attacks, you know? And yeah, then you, totally. you could actually pull it off. Like you could play, play a card, change its name and then play this at a breakpoint of four, which demands a block. So it like, yeah. it is good.
0: Yeah. I gave it three stars as well. It's a blue free that blocks for three and has an upside that doesn't seem too hard to pull off to make it a zero for four. But yeah. so like, because it turns on Kadachi's and blocks for three is a, a card I would use. And because bonds is like a rare, it's a
1: little bit harder, but you know, it's not too terribly bad being able to change the names of cards is like makes it really hard to (laughs) evaluate them yeah Yeah. like how often am i going to get to like manipulate my combo line in a game but totally anyway uh head head leads the tail what do you got uh i give it three stars
0: just because it could be a one for five with go again and you can have like uh a a little build around combos around head leads the tail you know it's only knock it really has against it is that it's like a two uh two blocker but it's basically could be like a one for five in some scenarios
1: yeah i also gave it three stars pretty good awesome blocks for two not great yeah all right Wander with Purpose, the Benji specialization with the cool art. Totally. Four stars, baby. Nice. Five because
0: it has a dog in the artwork. Also, a Carlos I Before I get to how good this card is, I love this artwork so much of just the young wandering Ronin in a kind of wet morning, maybe evening, bustling metropolis. I just freaking love it. Plus the dog, extra points, baby. Uh, so it's like an unblockable card with go again that blocks for three for Benji. And it has the a tutor effect, which is good. You know, it has like everything you want. It like goes and gets me another card. Perfect. And you can't block it. Awesome. And it has go again. Great. You know? Yeah. And in a pinch, I can kadachi kadachi free thing by pitching it, so love
1: it yeah i also gave it four stars for all those reasons. very strong uh, if it was blue i might give it five stars oh yeah it'd be broken if it was blue yeah it's still i mean it's still just like a zero for two um not part of a broken combo line so the card you're fetching is like additional damage or to fix an upcoming combo you know it's like it does have a ceiling there but still just really good value blocks three hell yeah how about Silverwind Shirkin?
0: One star. One star as well. Terrible. Nice.
1: <laughs> Blitz, Moving Blitz on. Is, Blitz is too fast.
0: <laughs> if yeah, it blocks
1: but... three, I would be into it. Draw it oh, to zero. You know, yeah. but I'd yeah, love no. it. No, nope, no, nope. terrible. Fuck no. If my action point for one damage in the future. I'll be dead by then.
0: <laughs> <laughs> or they will. <laughs> visiting the floating dojo the final majestic
1: five stars
0: wow i love it you love giving five stars i do i think i give 10 you would pack stars. one pick this one over
1: other cards in the set um well i might change my answer once i played a bunch of times <laughs> but it's just really really powerful right you're like Ensuring, especially if you have like mask many faces or something, you can play this card and ensure that you are drawing your broken combo. And again, in limited, like the power level of your deck is fairly low. So if you're putting these like gas cards um, on top of your deck or the bottom to pitch stack them, it's like I think that's inherently really, really good. It's also an instant, so it does not take your action point to use. Yep and
0: uh just nuts uh, i just don't see a world where you can i mean the the world where this card is pretty good is uh perhaps not going to come up as often where you have full tempo and they have to block with their whole hand so you can just safely draw into those next two cards to keep your momentum going but I could be wrong. So I gave it two stars because that's the application I see it most in limited um, because it's, it is a zero. I didn't give it one star because it's a zero blue so it can turn on Kadachis And like you said, it's an instant so it doesn't take your action point. But uh, the upside on it, I think in a limited game is lower. Like it has to be the right part in the game for it to That's work fair.
1: Yeah, I just imagine like say I've just pitched my dishonor and then I draw this. Block for nine, play this, put my gust wave and bonds on the bottom, you know. Um but it may turn out that this format is too fast to see second cycle, which would be disappointing. Yeah. I don't think that will be the case, but it may be. Um in which case you'll have to put two cards on top which is like still very good but maybe less good i don't know
0: also sick deck you drafted where you have this majestic and dishonor and you got the correct bonds i love it
1: totally yep (laughs) i figure between all of the play or the the combo lines you'll be like pretty deep in one of them right so it was actually pretty hard for me to rate the following cards because they're all just like all of the combo lines are good if you have consistent combo lines. They're all like very <laughs> bad if you don't. Yeah. Right. So it was it was fairly hard to value them. Um, anyway, my point being, I could be wrong about visit the floating dojo. Just it. It seems inherently powerful. Well, speaking
0: of bonds of ancestry, that's the next card. Ninja rare combo. Cost two attacks for four blocks for three. I give it four stars. Uh because uh gust wave, the gust wave you need is a common. So at at red, obviously bonds is I think a four star. At blue, it's like uh much less. But I do I do think it's really good because it's a rare, so it's likely you can have either one or two of these maybe the yellow maybe the red um and then gust wave is a common so it's likely that you'll have it so this is like a an easier combo to pull off
1: yep i agree four stars and yeah the blue is not zero cost so it's a little bit rougher um this card's insane though in that it does not have to hit yeah so it's just a zero for eight yeah or whatever yeah it's really really good or complete some combo line right that's insane (laughs) yeah i i really like
0: it four stars for sure how about recoil
1: i also gave recoil four stars oh nice um i think it's pretty good right so like if you play head jab into this you're just threatening six damage with two cards this blocks for three And you're threatening a card in their hand, so you're uh, disrupting them pretty effectively. If you're leaning heavily into the head jab line, I think it's good.
0: Yeah. Uh, Oops, I was looking at the wrong one. I gave this three stars and maybe a little bit more in Benji because it's like uh, a Mm -hmm. blue... Well, I mean, even the freaking yellow works right in old bingers unless you pump it unless you pump it yeah yeah but so those two are really good i think in benji and maybe are like four stars because then you're dealing damage and stripping a card uh if you're against azalea maybe you get dominated by the worst arrow but whatever you know (laughs) uh yeah it's it's really good
1: yeah i i agree um because then you're trading a card for a card and damage which is like right where you want to be yeah Um, exactly how about wheel kick you go first. yeah uh
0: i gave it three stars red and yellows are the best but it kind of loses points because it blocks for two but it's still it's pretty good and twin twisters uh twin sisters twin twisters (laughs) twin twisters (laughs) (laughs) uh is also common so this is like a uh easier combo to pull off for sure even though it like costs two resources to do both of these cards i still think it's good
1: yeah that was part of it for me is like the cost of twin twisters and this starts getting expensive um i give it two stars you could argue for three right it's just like yeah. it's just leg tap with an upside you know it's pretty good yeah um, also, in Katsu, like threatening the card fetch ability um, is always pretty good. But.
0: Yeah. Uh, how about back heel kick? Uh, three stars. Yeah, I gave it three stars. Uh, I might downgrade it to two, though, depending, because it doesn't have go again.
1: Yeah, that's fair. Blocks for three, though. The classic yeah, we, Ninja Conundrum. Yeah.
0: Which is, which is pretty nice.
1: It's zero cost is a little bit more friendly. Like you can play Kadachi, Kadachi, and Twin Twisters. And then this at uh, zero for five. Yeah. Which is pretty good. So then for a three card hand, you're playing one, one, three, five. Or one, one, four, four. You yeah. Know, which is like pretty good. And this blocks for three. So you only have one, two block in that scenario, maybe. Yay.
0: <laughs> How about, uh, what's the next one? What did we just do? Be like water. Be like water. Uh, I have this at three stars. Um, you know, it's we're changing names. It's free. A three that has go again, you know?
1: Yep yeah i give this four stars because it's it's just a head jab at base maybe not great because it's not part of a combo line but then if you pay into it and i haven't analyzed all the cost curves of all the combo lines to see how you know annoying that will be but if you pay into it then you know it like fixes any of your combo cards right and a lot of these combo cards kind of only require like two cards or three cards so this could be a really huge enabler if you can afford it yeah i gave it three stars
0: um just mainly because then all of a sudden you're like if it pays its pays for itself like the head jab line is a little bit better because it's more free so that's good Um, But then the twin twisters line. Now we need to have a blue to do everything. And it blocks for two um, is the reason it only gets three stars for me, but I still think it's a pretty good staple card to smooth things out. Speaking of staple cards, deadly duo. Would you give this bad boy? Two stars. Ooh, nice. Um, Uh, I gave it three.
1: Oh, nice. I, I mean like so the dream right like so if you open this with benji then it's likely going to hit and you get pretty huge value out of it in every other scenario it's like fairly bad right like it costs 1 for 3 go again blocks for 2
0: yeah
1: you know i i gave it 3 stars
0: Obviously, it's very good in Benji for a variety of combination reasons. I think I like the blue the best because you can play it and then, like, maybe give a much better card plus two. Like, because they don't really want to block, like, Kadachi, Kadachi, deadly duo. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And then you give, you know, something plus two. Uh, that you might have so then spinning wheel kick now comes is a one for seven or one for six you know yeah or something like that so i think that's pretty valuable that's why i gave it uh three stars
1: yeah i mean the upside on this so if you open with the yellow with benji it's like one for two and then your next card gets plus three so you're kind of paying for one for five go again which is pretty good um a yeah. yellow but yeah yeah i wasn't sure how clunky that would be um how often that would be clunky i guess i should say descendant gust wave What do three you stars four right. if surging is before it but maybe not the blue yep yeah i give it four stars um i think this combo line is very powerful and this is kind of what you want to be doing and uh it just becomes a zero for five go again when you enable it either with a real surging or like a name change or something yeah yeah and even if it's like Kadachi,
0: you know pitch a blue play surging then play red descendant gust wave that's uh 11 damage (laughs) you know if it's the red surging which is just a lot off of three cards
1: yeah, zero for five, go again is like, it's more than a quarter of their health, you know, or a quarter of their health. Yeah, pretty powerful. Head jab. Uh, I give head jab three stars. I don't know. Zero for three, go again. Part of combo line. Three stars. A classic is what I wrote. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> One, two punch. Four stars.
0: I did three stars or four if it's Benji. You can see a theme
1: here. Yeah. (laughs) I think I like the head jab combo line. I seem to have rated those cards pretty highly. Just because they're all zero for threes or better. Yeah. You know. Just blue head jab, blue or yellow head jab
0: into blue one-two punch is just the actual game-winning combo for Benji. You know what I mean? Because you're going to deal six unblockable damage two yeah. really unblockable damage yeah <laughs> you know so boom yeah you know good. four four stars with benji and um, oh yeah in my notes i did say value too you know yeah my notes do say maybe it is actually just a four even though i said
1: it's a, a three i also think so a lot of these card <laughs> a lot of these breakpoints as far as stealth cards and cards like one two punch um are only at three value which is not a break point but Mm. in limited is oftentimes more of a break point right like say you're a ranger hopefully you just have an extra arrow and you just block really evenly but a lot of times you know like i'd be playing like monarch draft or something and your freaking deck has like 12 block twos and they're like the bad cards or whatever so i'm kind of waiting to see like more times than not actually three could be a pertinent breakpoint. whereas right. if you come in with head jab and then red one two punch and you're like that i gotta block three you know um, yeah it, it may be more relevant than you you expect
0: uh, i i totally agree we'll have to see somebody i feel like has tracked the average block value in the sets in monarchs is a little bit is lower than uprisings i believe mm, i'd believe it and then like tales of aria is in between those i think something like that uh almost done here with ninja surging yeah, what, strike
1: what did you get three stars a classic nice. yeah i put four stars nice uh, Two, Two's a lot but it is also part of your powerful combo line yeah five's a lot of damage and you have kadachis right so It's a two-card, six-damage turn, leaking one, and then it goes up from there.
0: Yeah. I mean, I I give it a three because it runs into the, like, you want to have it, so you're going to pick up blues and yellows, but those don't pitch to Mm Kadachis from my time remembering Welcome to Wraith draft. So, it's like, you can't have too many because you need to pitch them, potentially. You know? And then they block for two, so it gets a three
1: that's very true um the yellow is very threatening in katsu as well because of the breakpoint yeah. and yeah. the katsu fetch yep. um, which is pretty annoying <laughs> <laughs> it like, totally is like very annoying uh, uh last
0: one here twin twisters three stars nice i gave Fle- two stars i think it's the weakest combo line
1: hmm. that's fair i was rating it on its own not actually um on the line. I think the line's okay. It's just a flexible leg tap also. So, you know.
0: Yeah. Three stars. I guess at worst it's like a one for four with go again. Yeah. I just would I think pick the other commons ahead of this one. I think is my point. Is like I would yeah. rather I would rather pick surging, head jab, uh, even deadly duo, you know over twin twisters
1: yeah definitely um yeah. that that's totally fair i just saw like flexible leg tap sure totally kind of in a you're right in a vacuum the synergy of your deck is what's going to make the difference not like the power of each card right because the combo lines together go way up in power yeah Whereas if it, you're just doing like leg taps it's like good but not as good as if your deck has synergy Right. maybe.
0: <laughs> yeah, if you're trying to just play value town, but you might get outvalued by the assassins. But so I think that was one of the, and maybe I should have said this at the beginning of the episode, now you're an hour 14 or so into it. Uh, I tried to improve upon my set review from Uprising and learn, like I think I did a lot of the cards valuing the cards maybe out of context and tried to value them think about what their value is in context of this set a bit more was kind of mm-hmm. my thought process through all of this
1: yeah well and this um i guess all sets have synergy just this set because it has ninja and combo lines seems like the cards have a lot more of a synergistic weight to them yeah Than you know some sets or some heroes, but
0: to- totally. Speaking of synergistic stuff, rangers. Foot twang. <laughs> Arrow hits its mark for ranger time. All right. <laughs> what do you how do you feel about these rangers? uh i mean i feel like azalea is definitely the best i think the best characters potentially in maybe in order are azalea benji then asc
1: Mm-mm. that's how nice. i feel that's a good hot take Ooh. um yeah i don't know so azalea has this inherent ability to push damage and hit effects that's like really powerful but without much opt in the set like which is quite a bit different than arcane rising there's like very little opt and she doesn't have her headpiece so i'm kind of unsure how often she's going to be able to actually pull off her ability unless you're just kind of going to find a play pattern where you just kind of go for it yeah and then, if you hit a pump, you've saved an arrow. if you hit an arrow, great, you arsenal there you know i'm I'm just kind of unsure we'll see how it plays out um but it it is a good way to close out games being able to pump and dominate an arrow, yeah, it definitely is. um she uh, also doesn't have death dealer, yep, which I'm sure they played tested with it and was like, we can't have death dealer in the set. It's too good, but Uh, that's a bit disappointing because now you're playing azalea with one less card right Uh, and then riptide uh i i don't know so there's like very cool play patterns where you can you can block with your traps dealing damage at the same time very good you can like play a pump and a free arrow and use his ability to just load it and so fire for seven you know but there aren't that many free arrows and uh none of this really pushes damage unless you're just i can see riptide's games going pretty long and chippy and your deck better be like dense enough to trap damage and chip damage them down i guess is kind of my take
0: I think Riptide is going to get more value out of the Assassin Ranger cards than anybody else, mm, is kind nice. of my take. Is like, he, I don't think, cares as much about arrows versus attacks as potentially Azalea does. And maybe that's where the play space is, mm-hmm. you know? Because he can do some pretty sick stuff like play, pitch a three-card hand, play, come to fight, and then just play a six-costed attack. Mm -hmm. I mean, I guess anybody can freaking do that, but (laughs) so never mind.
1: But yeah, he can also do that with like virulent touch or whatever and death touch or, you know.
0: Yeah, yeah. yeah. That's what, yeah, there we go. Thank you. Uh, So the first thing we can... Uh, Trench of sunken treasure I I guess you you pick it because it it blocks
1: yeah but, I mean I, I'd slam that card because it fixes bad arsenals and blocks but yeah you know it's not like tunic or anything uh would quiver of abyssal depths I don't know if I would pick that you hmm, know I actually think that's pretty good in limited. Really, I yeah, guess it's better than driftwood quiver. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, totally. So I guess we Although, that's an upgrade there. Driftwood quiver might get you out of a bind. <laughs> <laughs> totally.
0: Uh, uh, the thing you're maybe more likely to see is the quiver
1: of rustling leaves. Uh, I give that one star. I guess yeah. maybe two-star. I don't know. Like, it can fix a bad hand, but that makes you save cards to gamble. and I don't know. I gave it two stars,
0: but I'm not sure it's better than Crow's Nest.
1: That's the thing is you want Crow's Nest more and you get it for free.
0: Yeah. Yeah.
1: Um, Moving think, on to real cards, potentially, or you have a point. Go for it. I, I was just going to say, Driftwood Quiver is like, bad but actually in limited like so if you've arsenaled a trap and then they don't attack you they like set up or you know what i mean it could be very like it could turn a zero turn or a three damage turn into like a 10 damage turn once per game right even though the ability sucks (laughs) you know so it it, it might it might perform it it's
0: just so weird to just have what feels like a band-aid uh uh-huh. <laughs> You know yeah. what I mean? Like it's, it's a token, because So you just get clunk. it. Yeah, totally. It's like, ah, yeah. oh, fuck. We really are running into this problem. All right, let's make quivers. And this <laughs> quiver will be the bandaid of this one is what it feels like. And so it's hard to like it. I mean, it's the same thing with crow's nest. It's like, well, fuck, we don't have a way to. We can't put sand scour grape bow in here. So we're just going to do this yeah. one. Which then like riptide can't even use okay anyway the quivers are weird and good let's move on to something we do get a pick wayfinder's crest
1: yep as colin pointed out in the reaction step this card has really cool art it totally does it's quite a bit different and it's yeah it's good um what i put this at four stars boom me too four stars i would pick this pack one pick one for sure it it has the defend and which is pretty cool so yes. in the late game where you're blocking a orbitoclast and you get to try to like dominate your next attack yeah or see if you're gonna whiff or not and then block if you know what i mean it's just that's really really powerful
0: yeah totally that information is super needed in azalea
1: Yep. amplify arrow one star
0: oh really am i missing mm. something
1: Uh, I I don't know. What do you got?
0: I gave it four stars because if you put it into, uh, you turn it face up and then if you play a free pump, it's basically like two for six, which is fine. Yeah. You know, that is pretty good. And it blocks for three. It's pretty good.
1: It is. So. Or in a two card for 6.
0: It's it's it costs you 0 resources for 6 damage.
1: Yeah. So Riptide will be able to load this for free. In Azalea you will have to pre-arsenal it or pay to load it. Yeah, which then makes it one cost. Yeah. But anyway. Sweet. Yeah, I mean yeah, it's fine. It's decent. I just don't like that it's yellow. But um, I guess that's fine.
0: <laughs> <laughs> barbed undertow the other majestic
1: uh i put this at four stars nice i don't know if you like even need three right because it is it doesn't do anything without the aim counter but with it it's really good so if you're uh you know if you're able to like pitch stack this or set it up it's it's powerful yeah
0: I gave it three stars. I was just unsure how useful its ability is going to be. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because you don't get a look at the hero's hand and it's like cost curves are all over the place and limited. So Mm -hmm. it's still like a good arrow. So three stars. Yeah,
1: That's probably accurate. Doesn't do (laughs) shit without name counter. Yeah, it doesn't. Not at all. All right. Uh, buzzsaw trap getting into the legendary riptide traps so I kind of have all of these
0: just at three stars uh, like at base they're uh, three block three resource with some sort of upside that in one of your three matches potentially during the draft you could pull off
1: so, three stars for all three of them. Yeah, I gave Buzzsaw Trap four stars because, again, yeah, sometimes it's online. Um, and a blue three defense reaction is really good. I gave Collapsing Trap five stars. Nice. Um, yeah, that maybe is pretty applicable. It's just like a game, right? Like a Kadachi or an orbito or whatever yeah block their and especially in limited like they're drawing up one less card and it's probably some sort of jank yeah so their power play they took damage for you just blow them out with this card is how i see it if it's not online arsenal it pitch it whatever um spike pit trap i did give three stars because still blue zero for three reaction but its uh, ability is like meh you know totally the only thing i gave And
0: I guess collapsing trap, the reason I didn't give all of them the same is because in collapsing trap, I don't, it's just hard to know, like Azuri might only be doing one attack, Mm, which then it's, mm -hmm. then it's just fine. And so like, if you're in the mirror, it feels like 50% of the time it might not work, but who knows? That's, but if, when it does work, backbreaking. So maybe it should be five stars because the upside on it is so good.
1: That's fair. I guess I didn't think about it that hard. Um, (laughs) Like at worst. um, What are you doing then, man? Come on.
0: This is our deep dive. The people are relying on you to think hard.
1: (laughs) So at worst, you, uh, I mean, it's just a blue block three, right? Or it's a blue block three and denies them that card they're saving for their arsenal. Right. Which is fairly, fairly pertinent. Um, And then at best, yeah, the ceiling's super high. But you're right. At at worst, it's not great. If they're not even saving a card to Arsenal, it doesn't do much. That's fair. Melting point. What do you got? Four stars. Yeah, I got five stars. Yeah, it's so good versus four of the heroes. And it's like a one for four pump, which is what you want to be doing in Ranger. especially azalea and it blocks three yeah because it's a majestic it gets to cheat and block three that's why it's five stars for i can't believe it blocks three (laughs) (laughs) and then if it's like
0: early in the game it also says save yourself like nine damage
1: potentially
0: Yeah, you know what i mean because they don't have another dagger yeah super good
1: Yeah, worst case, it like you didn't plan on the aim counter. You can't get an aim counter, but then it's just still one for four block. It's just.
0: Yeah, maybe it should be five stars. Uh, Well played, sir. Boulder trap.
1: Two stars. Nice. I put three stars. Well, none of the equipment has any blocking ability. Oh, right. Um, i guess that's not true some of the equipment does have blocking that's ability. true
0: yeah two stars but um, misplay misplay by me two star two the, star trap
1: the seeker's equipment is like pay one prevented image right so right anyway two stars pendulum trap two stars Ooh, i got four stars Ooh, cool i guess it's not always online but it always blocks three i was just thinking like milling their deck for two cards is really really strong because a lot of times you only have x amount of powerful cards and limited and like i don't know just having two less cards is (laughs) sucks yeah well it has to be this chain link
0: that it defends so Mm -hmm. it just doesn't hit that many like it doesn't work on azalea or in the mirror and who knows i mean assassin i guess it's likely uh ninja's unlikely so yeah but the two cards off the top in a 30 card deck is pr- pretty huge but two stars
1: yeah i think you're you may have talked me out of it just because I, well <laughs> because in ranger it's like so this is a ranger only trap and then in ranger you can't like save a card in arsenal for when it's pertinent Mm-hmm. so the odds of drawing this when it's pertinent are like low unless you're playing against assassin so, and it's super yeah. bad in azalea yeah like
0: pass uh Tarpit trap four stars <laughs> awesome i gave this one this is my best trap i gave it three stars nice most applicable
1: yeah it's great i mean I guess like like against Arachne, which I think you'll probably see a lot of, it's just really good, right? Because then their next stealth card, the reaction they play on it, like none of it, I mean, it's damage, but.
0: Yeah. You want to be blocking
1: for three anyway, so you just block it and get huge
0: value. It hits every ninja card basically and some assassin cards. Yeah. And it'll even hit like when you try to get cute and freaking Falcon shot me, you know? (laughs) And then I tar
1: pit you. Nice.
0: <laughs> Good thing uh, it's a
1: rare, because that would get annoying. <laughs> yes, it would. Yes, it would. That's like, it's like Flick Flack. I used to side out rabbles in Azalea because of freaking Flick Flack would just get turned on, right? <laughs> it's like that kind of deal. Just get punished for playing well. <laughs> How about the fletch cards? Um, the red fletch card, I have it four stars, um, mm-hmm. because I just value pumps really highly. Maybe yeah. there's enough pumps in this set that they won't be as pertinent, right? But just like historically, like in in uh, um, Arcane Rising and in Tales of Aria pumps were like really really powerful it's like what you need to be doing um so i i put the red here at four stars i do think these are cool how the ability changes depending on the color and the
0: arrow like in the art
1: oh yeah yeah totally yeah yeah
0: uh i just gave them a blanket three stars because it's like it's a one for four base, which is excellent, and then it maybe has a relevant on hit. So three stars would would not be upset if I picked these. You know, okay. I would pick these over traps in both rangers. Agreed. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I also lumped all of the lace with X cards as well for so lace with blood rot frailty and inertia i gave all of those three stars
1: nice okay so you're gonna hate me but i gave lace with blood rot five stars (laughs) (laughs) i don't Um, hate you i I just think it's hilarious (laughs) i gave the other two three stars nice it's just like a zero for five pump if it hits you know yeah it's really Um, good which is just like such value Totally. or you like by their whole hand blocking your arrow for eight um you know it's it's good
0: totally it's just the only reason i didn't move them up is because they're they're pretty narrow they're just red pumps that block for two you know yeah, yeah that's and fair. then if it is relevant for the hit effect uh i i do think blood rot is for sure the best one you know what i mean um but yeah. We'll see, I guess, like, as I the might, set goes on.
1: I might pick lease with Blood Rot, pack one, pick one. Yeah, I probably would too. You know, yeah. And then yeah. if I'm not in Ranger, that's okay. I would but pick it are, over you're like setting yourself up. I would value it.
0: So maybe I should give it four stars because it's definitely better than Fletch a Red Tail. Hmm. So. Yeah. All right. Foul changing change it to four stars three stars cool. solid card Yep, yeah, me too infecting Especially shot. In riptide
1: oh <laughs> yeah uh there we go. In- out. rapid fire these arrows <laughs> infecting shot i also gave five stars i gave it four stars uh, it's
0: probably the best arrow i'd um, pack one pick one this also
1: yeah it's just a it's a tough break point if you pump it it's a really tough break point and if you dominate it it's like bananas like blood rots just what i want to be doing (laughs) so (laughs) yeah that's where i got it uh merc mile
0: grapnel one star oh nice i gave it three stars in the red it's a zero for four arrow
1: yeah that's fair zero
0: for five arrow if it has a aim counter so then it's a one for five so it's on rate Yeah, that's
1: good. Maybe it should be two stars. Like in Riptide, having zero for fours is good because you don't have to pitch at all.
0: Yeah. So it's I I think it's one of your staple arrows. Three stars. Yeah.
1: Nice. Sedation shot. Three stars. Three stars as well. It's I mean you want red arrows, right? Number one. And then this is to some degree online or okay to like fairly impactful. So yeah yeah it's great you know <laughs> skybound shot uh two stars
0: what did i put on here oh two stars yeah it just doesn't one for two for two for six it's, basically it's like
1: yeah two for five or two for six no hit effect yeah jump through a hoop right you can get two for sixes out of the generic pool i guess it blocks for three but anyway Spire sniping. Uh, I gave it four stars. Specifically thinking of Azalea. I gave it
0: four. And then five in Azalea.
1: Nice. Yeah. Yeah. Just Uh,
0: because it has the the first bit of text when it is put into Arsenal or turned face up. mm -hmm. You know what I mean? So you like barb cast away it to flip it up or whatever and put a an name counter on it. And then you can azalea in the hotness. So yeah, it's, it's super good. Would take in all colors.
1: Yeah. This is a really well worded, um, arrow. Cause like even in CC, it works really well with Skullbone cross wrap. Right. So you can like arsenal it, and then turn it face up and it still works. Um, Yeah. Yeah. Very, very good. I agree. It's exactly what Azalea wants to be doing. Especially yeah. with, like we talked about, the maybe difficulty in opting in the set. Yeah,
0: exactly. So the more, to a degree, of these you have, the better,
1: you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, Widowmaker. Uh, I gave this three stars and more stars in Azalea, maybe. I gave it three stars...
0: And it's like pretty good in all colors, you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the even blue the is a blue. Good blue. Yeah. yeah. So, but it it doesn't get the extra push because it's just damage. So it then takes like another card for it to get over some of the other arrows. In my opinion, you know what I mean. Yeah. Like also- I was. Would- i would just pick the other arrows ahead of it that we talked about like i would take spire sniping and infecting shot before i would pick Widowmaker. yeah agreed you know
1: and uh it's better and limited because uh, a lot of the equipment does not have block value so you can't just like cheat it's pump right because it says cards not actions yep okay withering shot what do you got uh
0: three stars. Best versus four of the heroes. Nice. Yeah, me too. Three stars. Excellent. Man, we did a great job through Ranger right there. <laughs> Assassin slash ninja. So I did have something to say about flick knives. This is the best legendary in the game in terms of like what you can draft because it's like unblockable goliath gauntlet you know and so it's five stars in my opinion this is the one you would want
1: yeah it's like deal two unblockable damage yeah in the game which is and then it that does not destroy flick knives so it's block one so you're getting three points of value more because it's unblockable
0: yeah Yeah. agreed insane five stars slam dunk that thing uh how about mask
1: of shifting perspectives uh i gave this three stars um i think it's hand filter power or, or ability is really good or it blocks one um i don't So I don't think this equipment is really good, but just equipment is really good and limited, right? So if you have the option to filter your hand or block one, that's like almost better than any card in your deck. (laughs) So I landed on three stars. How did you read this? Mm, I gave it three slash two, and it's going to
0: kind of depend on like what you said, like how it plays out in the limited set. Like I can fully see this rising in value. Um But it's hard to know how that hand filtering is really going to matter. It definitely could be part of some sort of combo for sure. You know, Mm -hmm. not like ninja combo, but combo of cards that you would need or something like that. How about blade cuff?
1: Four stars. Nice. I give it three stars. Yeah. I mean, same thing, right? Like I just imagined if if you ever draw a blue heavy hand in which you're not forced to block too much, this just like enables more damage at weird breakpoints. It also blocks one. Maybe you're going to block with it most of the time.
0: Yeah. I mean, it's really hard in assassin because then if you want to get the full value, it's four damage for six resources, <laughs> you know, but in uh-huh. ninja, it's a little bit better. It's four resources for four damage so but just because it like also has at worst it's going to block one damage you know what i mean and that's always valuable so three stars
1: yeah like if this didn't block i might give it like two stars but it blocks one yeah so i'll probably give it four st- you know it's just like yeah the the value and equipment um, all right first majestic stab wound I
0: said it's a three stars. It's a zero that blocks for three. Um, But it's not a reason to be like, oh, I should be playing assassin
1: or ninja. Yeah, that's fair. I give it four stars. Um, I guess kind of the same, like it demands a block. It's a blue zero block for three. Yeah. It also like
0: uh, is way better in Benji. Because Mm -hmm. it's kind of unblockable
1: in a sense. Yeah, for like four damage. Four unblockable damage in Benji. Yeah. (laughs) Pretty good.
0: So maybe it is five stars if you're (laughs) Benji. Yeah. Uh, Concealed Blade. One star. Yep. I gave it two stars because it's a zero blue that blocks for three. So it has value in the
1: decks, but is too cute. (laughs) so two stars i guess that's a good point right like it's just like a lunging press that blocks for three so it's not really if lunging press block for three it would be in every deck yeah i guess this is not really a one star <laughs> two stars then <laughs> two stars knives out uh two stars
0: yeah also two stars could be a good gotcha moment you know mm-hmm. But at that yeah. point, you've seen that they have Knives Out pitched. So, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
1: yeah. Like, you get them on the first dagger, but then they're going to have to block the second dagger. So, then you get an extra card and an extra damage, but it costs you a whole card. You know, it's, it's just... It's fine. It could be a good gotcha moment,
0: but the... Yeah. You either haven't blocked anything all game and don't know your opponent has this card first cycle or it's late in the game and you do know your opponent has this card. Mm -hmm. In which case, they probably blocked with it anyway. Um, Bleed out. Two stars.
1: Two conditional. Ooh. Nice. I have it at three stars. Nice. Just because it... So I feel like specifically in ninja right and assassin i think it's much worse blocks for two yeah but for me in ninja what you want to be doing is kodachi kodachi anyway so then this is a zero for four go again yeah which is like i don't know i think it's like four stars in ninja
0: (laughs) 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 yeah it could be better i just feel like there are better
1: ninja cards i would pick over this yeah in in a rare in a rare slot I just think about like blaze headlong or rabble, you know, just like zero for fours are just so good. Zero for four go again, but it's like, yeah, it, it's kind of like a two for
0: four go again because you need to spend a card to have your kadachis hopefully hit, you know?
1: Yeah. I, I assume kadachis are always hitting. Yeah. Early game for sure i mean yeah if you're blocking a spending a card to block kadachi you're probably not winning <laughs> yeah
0: but uh so cool i like it that these cards are like harder to figure out and that's going to mm-hmm. make drafting more fun how about hurl i gave hurl two stars i did three stars in benji for a two damage win Ooh, nice I love Benji, apparently. Everything I like, Benji can do it. There's just so many ways for Benji to win the game, though. That's the crazy part, you know?
1: Yeah. You just play a normal ninja thing, and then all of a sudden it's six unblockable.
0: Yeah, totally. (laughs) (laughs) Totally. And I think it's pretty good in ASC for them to go wider as well. To just Mm -hmm. have like a... Now you have Hurl, stealth card with go again, another stealth card i love the asc (laughs) it's just so much better (laughs) than arachne solitary confinement yeah you know
1: how about plunge um i lost my spot you go first (laughs) uh i gave
0: plunge two stars oh yep me too it's like the best it gets is six damage for three resources
1: Yeah, I mean, it's like a one for four, but the breakpoint it adds reduces its own breakpoint. So you're not pushing <laughs> any more damage, you know? Uh, uh,
0: short and sharp. This is my one star card. This is my least favorite card. Whoa. Yeah. This is the one I was mentioning earlier in the podcast, which I couldn't remember its name. And here we are.
1: We've made it. Sick. I gave it four stars. Oh, nice. Nice. Let's hear it. Why why do you hate this card?
0: Uh, it blocks two, costs 1 and it has to be on a dagger, which is fine, I guess. That's like it's I think its best mode is you pitch a blue, you play Kadachi, they don't block it, and then now your Kadachi does 4 damage and you win the game. That would be the best. But the target action card with two or less space gets plus 3. The benji uh, card <laughs> i uh don't
1: like it as all much. right fair enough yeah yeah i like it because even if it's not late game you can it's just surprise free damage on a dagger or the the benji yeah. factor i guess is why i liked it sorry i cut you off or no you it's okay it? i was done talking i
0: just don't think it's good but i would nice. love it if it was i like these contentious takes it's more fun <laughs> <laughs> and it's only really good if anything in the red it's so bad in the other two colors plus two or plus one. Oh yeah it's only red for me yeah yeah so i don't know hard pass assassin ranger
1: cards Uh, mask of malicious manifestations also sorry to everyone if you're listening and not following along on the website and you're like i don't know what these cards do this podcast sucks sorry but it's a it's a choice between we literally read every card and give our takes and it's a four-hour podcast or we don't and it's (laughs) more concise and digestible so we went with the latter. yeah you know
0: what are you gonna do and uh you should have these cards memorized anyway before you go into draft all of them there will be a test <laughs> yeah they there it's called three owing your draft pod uh mask of malicious manifestations maybe best named card in the set
1: uh five stars Ooh, nice
0: it is very it, good i put it's four so stars, good but yeah, yeah it's so good it It could block if you
1: needed to, and it's a crown of seeds. Uh, Yeah, it's great. Yeah, I especially like it because it fixes like a ranger brick hand. Mm -hmm. Or an assassin brick hand, but they have more attacks. Um, Just that's very, very valuable. Yeah, totally. Toxic tips.
0: (laughs) (laughs) I said three stars and i think it's a little bit better in azalea
1: Ooh, nice i almost gave this five stars but i dialed it back to four nice yeah three solid better in azalea four stars i just figured it's like pay one deal two damage if you're like at the end of the chain and they have already blocked with all their cards or you dominate a card with azalea yeah yeah that's just good and it blocks one right so it's pay one deal two damage or block one yeah great
0: yeah uh Codex of Blood Rot I gave 3 stars.
1: Yeah, I don't so I gave Codex of Frailty 5 stars because awesome. it fetches back your best attack. Yeah. And the other two I gave 4 and put unsure. Cuz they're they're just very good but it's like a whole extra card. Mm-hmm. but they automatically give token they're just the the play patterns are very complex
0: yeah these were yeah. the these are some of the hardest to uh rate on my end so i went really low and went 322
1: <laughs> nice <laughs> i yeah i just went high not knowing i think i think frailty is really good another thing to note is that for your opponent this is not optional yeah so if their arsenal is free they have to do this which yeah. is usually beneficial, especially Unlimited, because they'll get their best card back. But um, I just think that's interesting as well. Not option. Not an option. You're both reading this gross book <laughs> and doing the things. <laughs>
0: uh, that's funny.
1: Uh, death Touch. Uh, I put five stars at red.
0: I put three stars at red in that. I think it's the best probably in Azuri because you can cheat the cost. You can just play
1: around. It's like clunk. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, yeah. I just like, cause Riptide can play it fairly easily. Yeah. Azuri can play it really easily. Um, uh, ASC. But, can, <laughs> yeah. Uh, you can arsenal it and play it at the end of the chain if you're not like tight or whatever to me it's just like really versatile and like a one for eight so yeah um but it like block it just has this hoop you have to jump through
0: so i think yeah. that's why i i gave it less and um
1: yeah that's why i i guess i gave it so i don't even know if i even want three in my deck but i think i gave it five stars because i can imagine this being a pack one pick one for me depending on how the packs made up but it read just a one for six is pretty good so
0: yeah especially if you Um,
1: dagger them and then hit them with this then it's like their handle blocks for two yeah yeah asc it's really good because you can go like
0: uh spiders bite infect death touch off of a blue you know which is 10 brutal 10 damage for three resources and three cards yeah
1: plus the two hit effects threatened (laughs) yeah
0: yeah it's pretty good but it just still blocks for two and has this fucking weird hoop and like doesn't work in azalea at all like doesn't work with the a lot of pumps because they say arrow Mm -hmm. yeah so that's it gets uh, a knockdown for that yeah
1: significantly lower
0: in azalea (laughs) (laughs) like like, uh, don't play it
1: uh (laughs) toxicity what do you got two stars yep i gave it three stars
0: the reason so my reasoning for two is because it doesn't pump the arrow so the arrow has to hit for it to have that value. So it either needs to have a pump with it or you need to dominate it for it to actually be good. And in Assassin, I just don't see where it's going to be good. You yeah. Know? I guess you can play it in front of like, you play the blue one and then your blue one attack and now you're forcing them to like block or take four damage and get a blood rot token potentially. So that's like, maybe good value there but then you have like blue toxicity in your deck and it blocks for two
1: yeah i agree it's like this card's either broken or really bad (laughs) right because it's zero for five but doesn't it reminds me a lot of poison the tips because all you're doing is like if you just play this then an arrow for five it's like you're forcing them to block so you buy two cards, but you just buy two cards with your two cards you know at that point you'd rather like have a pump it's the fantastic if you get it with a dominate then you're like well this is broken i zero for five of them yeah
0: Yeah. it's the transmogrify or whatever that one was from uprising that changes your like weenie attack into like a big illusionist attack oh yeah what was that card called transmogrify oh yeah that's i think that this card of that set but when it's good it's crazy good you know totally
1: i might just blind azalea hoping to you know to trigger this <laughs> you know what i mean yeah like, totally you you're can't like, trigger it you're like i just hope i had an arrow yeah it online <laughs> uh uh what are we on now uh vir- virulent virulent i don't even know what this word is v- Probably virulent is. touch i bet it's virulent like virus it's a gross word uh two
0: stars and i put here maybe i'm undervaluing this card oh, sick yeah i put four stars <laughs> nice why why uh why two stars since it's this a- it's the same thing like that death touch has that it's like hard to play you know like azuri can cheat it but Like Azuri, I guess, could just do something else for two cards that's just going to do four damage. And then it's only good at the end of the game when they do have to block to get, like, the maximum value out of it. And then it's just, like, even worse as it
1: is a yellow or a blue. This is good. I think we're considering cards through the lenses of the heroes we think about more, you know? Well, like so, which is, so then, which is a good for this review. Terrible in Azalea for
0: the same reasons of Death Touch, and then I think uh, Riptide has better cards he could play for free.
1: Hmm. You know. Gotcha. So yeah, fair points. I think that I like this card in Riptide or Arachne right riptide for obvious reasons it's really easy to play it in arachne it's really easy to play also because it's like free damage right so if you block with a card you leak three damage or you push three damage right one and then a blood rot yeah. if they don't block it's four free da- they're just like for one card zero for four they're gonna take some damage somehow but it's like
0: like fatigue it's a zero for four you like that sucks at blocking and you have to play it from arsenal yeah you know what i mean so it just has like a lack of flexibility that i think you can get better value elsewhere but like i put in my notes maybe i'm undervaluing its applications and it's maybe easier to just do
1: yeah i guess i'm thinking of like the upside especially in riptide But you're right like i would not pack one pick one this at red yeah you know so yeah
0: yeah uh blood rot trap frailty
1: trap inertia trap um blood rot trap i put it four stars (laughs) you love blood rot (laughs) i do (laughs) it's just it's just value i can't help it (laughs) it's
0: just a red that blocks three so i put them as twos But then if you get them to trigger, I put them as threes, you know, because there's no blue blood rot trap. So you have to be playing against somebody who's activating attack reactions. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? And that's
1: like two heroes. Potentially. Yeah, I mean, it still just blocks three. Yeah. And in Riptide does not deal a damage, right? well so frailty trap i put it one star because Mm. so the way the tokens work is they go away at the end of your opponent's turn yeah so it's just like by the time you trigger the frailty token odds are it's not going to have any impact on the turn right so to me this card like is like what you said just a red block three
0: yeah Um, it's a great point
1: and then I put inertia trap at three stars because it's like the inertia token does affect their potential arsenal. Yeah. That's why, again, these are very conditional. So maybe they're two or three stars each because they're just conditional and otherwise red. Yeah yeah it's it's weird how like yeah the frailty one is just like so bad because they've already kodachi or whatever (laughs)
0: yeah (laughs) and then you have to spend your three block on a kodachi to get value off the other kodachi yeah Mm -hmm.
1: generics all right the sneakers set as it's called
0: yeah totally uh i gave them all three stars That they're all good if you don't have, like, I think all of the class equipment is better at, I think, each spot. But, like, we don't have legs. So, like, maybe those are better. You know what I mean? Um, And we don't have a lot of chess pieces. So those are probably, like, uh, early picks. But so kind of just as a whole, generically, they're all just good so three stars
1: yep i also gave them all three stars and they're kind of like the Ironhide set where if you're going into them you want to get like a set so you can pitch a blue block three damage at weird breakpoints. Yeah. and then you can like opt three and azalea them to death you know um yeah it is a little odd that again i i because azalea is in arcane rising also And that set just had a bunch of generics that functioned really well in all the heroes. I'm just having a hard time with this set where I'm like... I mean, these all opt, which is awesome in Azalea, but just opt is less pertinent in the other heroes. There's just less synergy between, like, generics complementing all the heroes and Mm -hmm. or having, like, opt for Azalea. I think it's just what I'm hung up on. But anyway... (laughs) So these are yeah really good in Azalea and if you can pitch a blue to do it it's it's a pretty powerful play.
0: Yeah, and they works with peace of mind. You mm. know. So Yeah, that's true. Yeah. That's kind of a nice play there. Uh Silken ghee.
1: I put Silken ghee at 4 stars. <laughs> uh, cuz it's it's just a free resource um
0: yeah i think it's pretty conditional on like when it's really good
1: but yeah it just reminds me of like uh what's that silken form yeah or or um you know any of those cards that are just like one free resource on your turn are really good and limited so when you have a hand that can't you know pay for stuff Totally. you can block three more damage with a card and then use this i think is what it translates into
0: yeah like, maybe like, i have an all
1: red hand i can block with an extra card because i can use this to enable my turn
0: totally i agree with you now i had it really low and i don't think i read the card properly so would you say four stars yeah four stars baby threadbare, threadbare tunic, tunic. Uh, I give it two stars. I feel like it's one of its best applications is to play Death Touch for free from Arsenal. Block with four
1: cards. Yeah, which is awesome. Yeah. Um, two stars. Yeah, I gave, I gave it three stars. It's, I agree, this card is not great, but it's like a conditional free resource, which is still really good to have sitting on the table.
0: Hmm. Yeah.
1: Fisticuffs
0: uh three stars it's basically like bre- breaking scales and
1: you have to respect it the whole game Ooh, nice i give it one star nice i was just thinking it's very expensive and it doesn't block at all and maybe you'll get a better arm piece
0: but yeah totally i can see that but maybe it's i would i think it's three stars but depending on what hero you You know, like, if this is your backup arms and you didn't get other arms for your
1: hero, totally fine. That's fair. Yeah. 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 But how about Fleetfoot Sandals? I also gave him one star. Oh. If you're playing Benji, I think that these probably go up to three or four stars. But it's just like, if you're playing a card for one and giving it go again. Mm Mm-hmm. Maybe it's part of a combo, so you need to save it for Katsu, and then it's online. But it's just like if I'm playing a card for one, in my mind, I should have blocked with that card. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but,
0: I mean, I th- you know, you sometimes have weird hands. Turn one, I don't know. I I just have a. I gave it three stars. I think it's going to be more useful than meets the eye because there's quite a few like one powered attacks that kind of have hit effects and that if you can get the hit effect plus another card you could like
1: have a bit of a cheese play i don't know that's true that's a pretty good uzuri play like blue stealth card yeah the hit effect or they block it give it go again yeah another stealth card (laughs) yeah you know or like whatever
0: yeah totally so i don't know yeah uh now we're getting into the majestic attacks here
1: amnesia i gave amnesia five stars nice it's it's just like a two for six blocks three which i i'm really high on two for sixes in limited because sometimes if your plan is not working just two for sixing them like valuing them is oftentimes really powerful and limited yeah um because it trades one of your cards for multiples of theirs oftentimes it leaks damage because there's more block twos and then this also has a pertinent effect against ninja um and it blocks three unlike other two for sixes so it's just like does everything i just gave
0: it three stars just Mm. super solid but i think there are more powerful cards i would pick ahead of it still
1: that's fair it's not gonna like break your deck right it's just Bobby. about value.
0: H- happy to have it. Yeah, yeah happy to have yeah. it. Uh, down and dirty.
1: Uh, three stars. Nice. Two stars. Just okay. Yeah, I I think it's pretty bad. It's just the two for six nature that I was like mm, that you value. A two for six can go in any deck, but yeah, it doesn't doesn't do much. Uh, give and take. Four stars. Nice. Three stars. Um i just gave it three or four because it blocks for three Mm -hmm. right so it's like a one for three get any card back unless they take the damage and if it's not working out for you it blocks three yeah which i think is really really good unless they like block with an instant or something but
0: um, yeah no you have anything
1: else on that card
0: nope good card fits in basically every deck Gore Belching. Uh,
1: Where do you got Gore Belching? One star. Ooh, nice. (laughs) I have it as four stars in Uzuri and one star everywhere else, (laughs) obviously. Yeah, well played. (laughs) Yeah. Uh,
0: Burdens of the past. One star. Two stars.
1: I guess it blocks for three.
0: Yeah, but wouldn't pick it over other stuff.
1: No, just doesn't blank text
0: yeah ponder run <laughs> nice four stars four stars also premeditate is the name of the card it's so good
1: yeah just replaces itself pack one pick one yeah places itself gives you that arsenal riptide can send it away azalea can send it away yeah you know L- love it humble uh what did i give humble three stars again just another two for six that has an on hit
0: yeah this one has a relevant on on hit three three stars for me
1: yeah uh what do you think of infectious host
0: three stars i think you're going to have to like i think there's going to be a lot of tokens and being able to fling a zero for four that gives a token is really good you know and it doesn't have the uh hoops you got to jump through that like virulent touch does
1: so i think it's better than that so 3 stars nice yeah i give this 2 stars um cuz it's not really doing anything that you want to be doing except being a zero for four and i yeah i was unsure how often you would have a token and this would come up and flinging it back would be detrimental to them more so than what you would do besides this right but i love this card i love the design (laughs) of it i think it's awesome yeah it is cool um totally somebody fucking infected you or poisoned you and you just like run up to them and give it to them also totally (laughs) uh looking for scrap where do you got this one three stars
0: if you're the right hero one if you're not the right hero
1: (laughs) yep i have this i have this at four stars um but i agree it it may be offline uh in a lot of decks just in assassin or ninja yeah odds are this is a one for five and if you like have two in your deck or something you're going to be purposefully blocking with cards that will turn it on yeah so yeah one for five go again is really good uh wreck havoc where do you got two stars nice uh yeah i gave it three stars just for the two for six nature but blank text (laughs) (laughs) cut down to size i have three stars good hit effect yeah i have this at four stars um same thing great card again because maybe they have some block twos it's maybe not just buys two cards maybe it's like pretty awkward for them yeah yeah agreed Uh, uh destructive deliberation two stars Ooh, all right why so
0: well it's not a two for six it doesn't block for two and uh you know it is at a break point so you do have to give it two cards which is kind of nice to make sure they don't get a ponder token but uh if i'm like full tempo and this is the card you had in arsenal with the one card you saved i will take five damage and
1: just keep hitting you Mm, nice good point i think maybe i'm too high on it and it's like four stars because it replaces itself it gets so
0: much worse if it's not the red too
1: yeah i'm only thinking red yeah a lot of these cards I'm not picking the yellow. <laughs> yeah. <You know? laughs> as as draft goes. <laughs> totally.
0: How about feisty locals? Uh I gave this
1: ugh, I gave this 3 stars. Uh yeah, I gave it 3 stars. Good effect. For yeah, sure. Yeah, being being like a 0 for 5, it reminds me of like militia or whatever yeah. surging Militia. Surging militia, yeah. yeah. Um, just zero for five is really good, but if you're, if that's not what you want to be doing this turn, it's like it doesn't contribute at all. Yeah, <laughs> I yellow... guess the feisty locals would behave, you know. Yeah, the yellow
0: is is, <laughs> is is I think good too, and the blue is just so bad.
1: Yeah, yeah, Ugh, so bad. Free <laughs> uh, freewheeling renegades. Um. 1 star. <laughs> Ooh, nice. Um I gave this 4 stars in uh in like ninja or ASC. Yeah. Because you can tag it on at the end of a chain and then you're like buying their whole hand or, you know, anyway. 1 star in Ranger. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I
0: it's just like not not good blue bad yellow bad red okay is a one for four
1: yeah i think maybe three stars one star (laughs) nice ravenous rabble all right the the return card what do you got three stars good card nice five stars (laughs) So you would card. pick
0: pick Ravenous ravel over a lot of other cards in the set.
1: Yeah, I'd pick Ravenous Ravel red, pack one, pick one.
0: Nice. Okay, good. Yeah. Sweet.
1: Uh so it peaks for Azalea. Yeah, which is really and it good. also it like like you were saying, maybe Azuri could be kind of red line or ASC could be really red line. Riptide and Azalea could be really red line, right? Like yeah if it has a three out of four chance of hitting, it's like basically a zero for four go again totally
0: yeah it's good Yeah, three stars <laughs>
1: seek horizon three stars also three stars it's Another pretty card card hungry for the azalea combo but it's also just a zero for four you know yeah not, it's all right spring load what do you got two stars one star
0: <laughs> yeah Uh, yeah this
1: card's just like bad
0: yeah it's pretty bad it's just the red one could be okay is
1: why it's a a one for five it's just weird because it just like benji's ability doesn't say base power right so it already pumps itself and then they can block it and for like every situation, it just gets itself up to rate. Yeah. Actually still below rate because it should be one for five block three. So <laughs> anyway, I don't get it. <laughs> Come to fight. Uh three stars. Yep, three stars. So- solid card. Solid card. Yeah. Uh scout the periphery. What do you got?
0: Um uh, three stars in Azalea, two in others
1: nice yeah I got three stars for that reason though yeah it's not it yeah yeah not not running it in like a lot of decks yeah what about brush off um I have brush off at three stars I think the red could be four stars it just buys you insurance like picking the red early is just like insurance in every deck
0: yeah yeah I, uh, I have it as three, three stars.
1: Nice. Peace of mind. The I final card of mine at one star. Nice. What do you,
0: what did you pick? I put it at two stars because it fits with the seeker clothes.
1: Yeah. I think that's a good point. Um, yeah, I thought of that. And then when I was doing the ratings, I forgot to consider that part, but yeah, that makes it significantly better. Yeah. Um, there's just arrows come in at a five break point, and it does block dominate, but you're just two for four, two cards for four block in a set where there's not a lot of like snatches or that kind of. You know what I mean? Yeah, it's just like it's weird. Sweet, and that rounds it out. We did it. We did it I, once again. We have brought you all the answers <laughs> totally. I'm excited to
0: see what uh, we were wrong about or right about, etc. I think I look back, I think one of the things from Uprising that I was pretty wrong on was Sand Cover. I was very, very low on that card, and it's still not great, but it was much more useful than I had anticipated. So, stuff like that,
1: yeah. Definitely. Um, I'm interested in actually experiencing the play patterns of like Uzuri and Riptide, you know, yeah, yeah. and the Ninja combo lines. Yeah, to kind of get a sense of because a lot of these cards are like conditional and who you're playing them in and how you're using them and right. um, figuring out the actual strength of the cards and like because if I'm like. Pack one, picking one, you know, razor's edge red.
0: It mm-hmm. better be good, you know? <laughs> <laughs> right. <laughs>
1: so. Exactly. <Yeah. clears throat> I really uh, want a cold foil mask of many faces too. Sweet. Just,
0: Isaac, just to have. Isaac will trade. <laughs> so at him. Well, thanks everybody. That's our show. We're going to get out of here. You've been with us for over three hours We appreciate it. We appreciate your support. And uh, we'll see you in the next episode when we've actually gotten a chance to play with these cards. It's going to be great. Yep. Thanks. Goodbye. Love you. Bye. Thank you for listening. You can find us on YouTube, Facebook, and Instagram at the Attack Action Podcast. On Twitter, we are at BattleBroTaylor and at BattleBroIsaac. Shoot us an
1: email, Podcast at gmail.com. If you would like to support us, like and subscribe, shop for singles using our affiliate link, or support our Patreon for as little as $4 per month.